When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This is a crowd podcast. This episode is sponsored by Shotgun Mark Clayton. To be more like Mark, go to patreon.com forward slash Joe Myler Show, become an official sponsor, get bonus content, and grow the show today. If you're feeling low, the Joe Marler Show will give you things to talk about. If you're feeling down, then the bearded clown will give you things to talk about. <laughs> Joe, are you panicking at all about the fact that our live show is coming along very, 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 very soon? And as yet, we have absolutely no idea what it will entail. No, I'm not panicking because I've got lots planned mm -hmm. for that night. Anything and you'd care to mention? No, that's going to be the fun. You are going to know nothing <laughs> about what I've got planned. Well, maybe I'm going to plan something and you'll know nothing about my plan. Oh, right. So, but you're only doing that because I've said that now. Yeah. So this could end up just <laughs> being some sort of... Trick off. <laughs> are you inviting any friends and family? They are invited but not coming. Oh, they didn't want to come? No. Who I, did you invite? Uh, Daisy. That's a no? no? I think she's coming. We're trying to find a babysitter. Yeah. Do you think Daisy should come? Is Murph coming? Well, this is slightly awkward because I didn't think she w was coming and then she pointed out that I'd invited her and she got her mum to babysit the boys. So <laughs> Right, I'll take out that Murph uh, trickery section. <laughs> I'll take out the strippers. Uh, they're gone. And Who else I'll did you probably ask? have to replace the cocaine with ketamine. That's fine. Is that fine? Okay, yeah. fine. Who wouldn't you want to come? Now, there's going to be stuff going on at that show that will stay within the room. Who? In I, your don't want day, I don't want anyone to come. <laughs> apart, from, <laughs> apart from the 700 people who've paid. Yeah, no, I don't want any, any of them to come. I, no, that's not true. I was in Brighton the other day. And I bumped into Dave Wiley Fox. Oh, Wiley. Nice. Yeah. And Patreon legend. Where was I? I was, can't remember the shop, but this massive unit walked past and I like, stopped and then like waved as if I knew him and he knew me. And I was kind of like, hi. And then he came up and he went, hi, I'm uh, Dave Wiley. I'm a uh, Patreon. I went, the Fox? Yeah. Wiley Fox. He went, yeah, that's me. I went, Oh my god! It was really um, not moving. Far too strong a word. Life affirming or too strong? What does that mean? Your life would have been aff affirmed. Has your life been lacking firmness? B what? <laughs> a firmness? What? That? Oh, now I feel like I'm alive because I've met the fox. Overstates it, does it? Yeah. Okay. Say. Was it a nice part of a day? It was lovely to go, oh, my God, it's nice to actually meet you physically because you're such a big part of the show as yes. well. And that's one of the biggest drivers that we want, this sort of family connection. Mm. And I say, he said, oh, are you looking forward to the live show? I said, no, not really. 
I said, are you? He went, yeah, can't wait because um, we've got a big WhatsApp group of all of us patrons and I went uh, and even that there? and he said oh we're actually going to all get to meet for the very first time and all that side of it and I was like fuck this is you're we, telling me not that's not life affirming I don't I still don't know what that means so it, you stop using it mood lifting it was lovely if that's what you mean by that it was lovely and then made me think fuck we need to make it good so the pressure is now on Steve <laughs> and Ryan to give us something give us something to make it good because thing but it also made me think even if we do it shit it doesn't matter because they're just all meeting up for a drink and whatsapp grouping each other that makes me feel better i'm going to have that in my head as we walk out from behind the curtain at the clapham ground even if it's shit it doesn't matter because they're going to have a few beers together <laughs> it was it no it all seriousness it was really nice to meet dave in person and have that Life-affirming moment. <laughs> Do you think, just finally on the live thing, um, are we going to partake of alcohol before we go on stage to help with the nerves? Not partake because we might fuck it up even more than we probably will fuck it up. Have a cheeky one at the interval on the basis we're halfway through it. Or hold it all the way back to the end and then push, hit it hard. I don't envisage being able to uh, put a sentence together <laughs> for the entire evening. Because I will be drinking from 9am. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. So I'll see you there. Okay. Aggressive. Thought we were a team. Aggressive. <laughs> Aggressive. I'll caress you. <laughs> when you've had a few drinks. Anyway, your expression says. Whenever. This is great news. Caress is one of my favourite words. What's your favourite word? My favourite word, Joe, is subscription. Oh, fuck. If you would like to support the show you can now subscription on apple spotify and patreon for just a pound a week you can get bonus content ad free episodes and joe what will they be doing at the same time you will be growing this show and it's now time for a guest get him on now immediately who is it Wait and see. <laughs> Our guest today is a reality TV star from Made in Chelsea. It's Sam Thompson. Hello. Fuck. What? It was fucking really punchy. Enthusiastic. Mm. Hello, wasn't yeah. it? How'd Hello. You, how'd you feel about that, Tom? It was loud. It was definitely loud. Do you want? Do you want it? Do you want toned down? Do you want hello, Sam? You do, you do the same thing. No, hey, I want it toned pigs. up as much as possible Ooh, because I can see the granddad in the corner here <laughs> getting a bit like can <laughs> yeah, it. Fuck! What are we gonna do with all this young, dumb, full of cum energy in the room? Yeah, oh, me and Sam. My sun seeing sex energy kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> right, Sam. Reality TV. Shoot from the hip. What do you want to know? Well, wh what is it? I, I mean, I'm asking the question, but I know. <laughs> That's you the worst sort of question, that is. Yeah. That is. That is a number one rule of broadcasting that you don't go, of course, I know the answer to this question, but some people don't. I do it in that voice as well, do I? You have to pretend that you are with the listener. Okay, so we start again. Right, what's, what's reality TV? What exactly is it? What is reality TV? Uh... That's, actually, that's a very good question. Uh, so I would say reality TV is structured in a, but real at the same time. So, for example, uh, you as Joe are being filmed as the character is you, right? And you are being filmed in a structured circumstance. So, for example, if the show involves you dating on a dating show or something like that, you need to be in a bubble where the cameras can see you or you need to be in a location where you're being yourself, but you need to be in a structured surrounding is how I would describe reality TV. I think I've described that quite well, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have. That is... Yeah. What your, what your I panicked watches, a bit Joe? there. My big watches. Yeah, for reality TV. What's your hit list? <clears throat> Used to love Big Brother. Oh, so did I! It when it... Channel 4 Big Brother, though. Yeah, when it stopped, I was like, oh. Favourite series? Um, Brian. Brian. Irish Brian? No. Irish Brian? That's Irish. No, that was like series season one. Yeah. Well, how many seasons? There's millions, not millions. Have you, 
That was season one, mate. Is that the only one you've seen? I've seen the one which had got Irish Brian, uh, Nasty Nick, Craig the Scouse Builder. I think that's still one. That's only one about, and two. Okay. It sounds like you're naming wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> Irish Brian and the Scouse Builder. No, Brian Bellow. Uh, Brian Bellow? Yeah, he's like, you what my he doing? Uh... <laughs> Who's the guy who's like cider? I like my cider. Yeah, Brian. Is that Brian? Yeah, a lot of cider. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, dude, mate, you didn't know? Not familiar with this one. Oh, fuck me, dead. Big uh, Brother was great, though, to be fair. I really liked you, it. You weren't a, a Channel 5 fan of it? No. I, well, I've, I was, this is terrible. I've actually, I did Big Brother. Yeah. yeah. Channel 5 version. The Channel 5, so as a viewer, I preferred the, the before one because I think it was a bigger deal. I did Big Brother as it was sort of like coming to the end of its life. Um, was it the same house? Yeah, 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 yeah. What? Uh, who? Yeah, who? Who were your housemates? Oh fuck! Don't make me remember this. Uh, <laughs> right, we had it was me, a guy called Paul Danan. Do you know who Paul Danan is? Yes, from Hollyoaks. Mate, what a character ah. he is! How do you know Paul Danan? Dude, just get him on here. He he had dark hair, like number one buzz cuts. Yeah. He was on Hollyoaks in the late nineties. Years ago, yeah, he was actually on the original Love Island. Oh. Him and Callum Best years ago. Right, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Another word. So Paul Danan. Uh, oh God, he's dead now. Um, psychic guy. You, 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 Brenner. You, no, uh, Yuri Geller. No, he's on Hunt. He's on Ghost Hunters or something. Dead psychic. Uh, What's his name? So he's sidekick or psychic? Psychic. Psychic. Uh, sure, well, it's not Yuri Geller. Derek. Ch Derek. Not Chisora. Derek Chisora's dead. <laughs> Derek. Announcement. Derek Chisora is dead. Derek. Incoming something. news. God, he was really nice as well. He used to smoke about four a day. Derek Akora. <sighs> Pulled that one. You, out no, somewhere. no, you didn't. They told you. Yeah. How do you know? They didn't I? They, pulled, yes. How they, do you know Derek Akora? It's just a word association. I was thinking of all the Dereks I know. Now you can see why Akora <laughs> and Chisora are quite similar. Yeah. yeah but yeah, he was great. Uh, what was the one? I think you remember this moment. King, <laughs> so, King It might have been a celebrity one. Oh. David's dead. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, mate. Who doesn't love that one? That was that great. surely the greatest Big Brother moment David's ever. dead? David's dead? Oh, my God. David's dead. <laughs> and then she's like, tell anyone. Shh. Yeah. Shh. <laughs> she goes and sees him in the bedroom. David guests in it. Yeah. And then, what the fuck? And then she has she's a go. Tom. Then she has a go at her. What? <laughs> That's fucking sick. David's not dead. He's in the he's in the bedroom. What do you mean he's in the bedroom? Is that he's in the bedroom? What the fuck's your problem? David fucking Bowie, my ex-husband, you twat. Oh, it was. It, to be oh. fair, to be fair, quite bold to just to just think that everyone's gonna know David. You mean David Bowie? Yeah. Like, it's, it's quite like there is a guy called David in the house. And you go, <laughs> David's dead. It's like, we, oh, we oh don't know. Oh my God, David's dead. That is the best one. I love that. Oh, I love it. Um, so you, you made your name from starring in Made in Chelsea. Did yeah. you seek that out or no. was it, were you sought out? Neither. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get, I didn't get either. Um, I, so I was a bartender. Um, I think I was like 20, yeah, 20 years old. And I didn't know what the hell I was going to do in my life. My my sister was was on Made in Chelsea, so it was sort of like quite an like obvious thing. But I wasn't really mates of any of them. And well, put, I mean, put it this way: when I was on Made in Chelsea, there's a few of the, there's like quite a few cast members. Not one of them sports football team. Uh. <laughs> like like they they like they are very posh. Yeah. And and like I mean, I'm not saying I'm not because I am, but like it was quite <laughs> hard to relate to a lot of them. And so I didn't really know any of them that well and I was a lot younger than, than most of them and so I'd never really thought I was ever going to do it and um, I was bartending and I remember the the producers came into the bar that I was working at and were like oh we've got a Made in Chelsea party here and I was like really? I was like my sister's on your show and they were like do you want to do you want to come in and have a chat with us? I was like mate working as a bar yes yes <laughs> get me in there and, and do you know what the funny thing is the the this is terrible, but the reason that I got that I even did it is like the worst, most self-centered reason ever. I wanted to, I wanted to get into nightclubs without without getting thrown out, right? And I wanted to go on dates because I'd never really dated anyone before. So I was literally just like, I want to get with a couple of girls and be accepted into nightclubs. That was the only reason that I actually did reality TV. And then about two years into it. 
I realized that I fell into my dream job and I was just so lucky. Like I didn't realize there was an industry behind all of this, like this reality show that I was on. And then like you have radio presenting, you have hosting events, you have the the digital marketing stuff that I absolutely love. Like there are so many things. I started, I'm starting up my own production company, like my own advertising agency. There's so many things that you can do. And I had no idea. And to even get in to that space, the only reason I did it into it, what would turn out to be my dream job was to get into nightclubs. <laughs> Brilliant. So what, you're going to have to help, help me out here, boys, uh, because I haven't seen a single second of Made in Chelsea. What happens on Made you in Chelsea? You and me both, mate. <laughs> I don't watch it. What happens? Uh, do you know, a lot of people ask me this and, and it's very real. It's a lot more real than you than you would think, to be fair, because... What happens is they, they, a lot of people go, you're actors. I'm like, mate, if I was a fucking actor, dude, I'd be on EastEnders. I'd be in LA. I wouldn't be on a reality show. Uh, but what they normally do is the producer will like call you up and they'll be like, hey, what's going on with your life? And you would turn around and be like, well, well in my case, it'd be like, well, I got rejected from this girl. And they'll be like, oh, that's interesting. Like, we'll follow that. And so basically whatever the production company deem is interesting, that is sort of like centered around the group of people they're filming, they film it. I don't think I'd make it in Made in Chelsea, if I'm honest. What about Made in Heathfield? There's not really a lot going on there. Uh, I can't imagine, like Made in Chelsea, there's quite a lot of bougie, what's bougie? Bougie. Like there's quite a lot of high-end caviar places gotcha. they go to. Made in Heathfield, I'd have to do like a bump in outside to help the aged. Hang on, what's a bump in? So bumping is like, it's a good word, mate. Bumping's like where you're walking down the street and there's another street like intersecting. Because basically what you can't do is you can't be like, right, I'm going to tell you this, whatever's happening in my life. They're like, oh my God, like let's film that. And you're like, okay, cool. There's no way they can possibly just follow you around your whole life and hope that you're going to meet the person you like fancy or has dumped you or whatever. So they'll say to that person, right, walk down that street. They'll say to you, walk down that street. And then you have to meet and then have a chat that you would normally have. So it's like that's why it's like structured. It's in like a, in like a, a controlled setting. For me, my wife loves putting Towie on, loves Love Island. Yeah, but I find myself sitting there watching it because I love watching it, but then struggle watching it with the awkward, cringe mm. moments mm. of which I have to look away and I'm, I'm like, turn the fucking TV yeah. off, yeah. turn it off now. <laughs> She's like, no, turn it off. Yeah. I'm like, turn it off. She's like, you can leave. If you... I was like, why are you doing this to me? She said, you fucking love cringe. I was like, I love causing cringe. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. like watching it. Yeah, I can't yeah. handle I'm the it. Exact it same. Fucking kills me. It's the silences, isn't it? But it's, oh. Yeah, but it's and addictive. then they do a look. But it's addictive. Yeah, but that's why they do it. And uh, I sit there and think, and I would say that Towie's, my, mind you, Made in Chelsea is less so for me in terms of reactions. I think uh, Chelsea do, re the, do you know what Chelsea do really well is they, they are very good cast-wise. So, for example, like everyone kind of leaves the show at some point. Um, because you know you've you've done your time, and I, I'm I'm 30 now, so like there's only so much you can you can you know piss around on there before you just feel a bit weird because everyone keeps getting younger and you keep getting older. Um, and I feel like Towie don't do that. They're they're sort of they they cling on. <laughs> they're cast members. They really cling on. They don't like to leave. Yeah, Towie Towie has got some youngsters coming through, but they've still got the elder states people, and it's hard to get, still yeah. there that are big cogs in it. Like a Sari's style setup. Awful analogy. <laughs> <laughs> really, really bad. Please speed up and maybe have watched some reality TV <laughs> today. Motherfucker. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. What was the what was the most awkward, if you can remember, the situation you found yourself in on Made in Chelsea? Was there ever a moment where you were like Although this is meant to be real life, oh, this isn't sitting that comfortably. Or, or was there any other ones that you saw? Yeah, <laughs> like loads. Well, mate, you're getting dumped, aren't you? <laughs> like, dude, you don't like any of it. And they were all legit dumpings, were they? Yeah, man. And everything on there is legit, dude. But in a structured way. Honestly, in a structured way, everything is legit. I can't say it enough, mate. Everything on that show. I said this before. No one's an actor. If we were, I'd be in LA. Would not be or made in Chelsea or Towie or whatever, right? Like, mate, I had my first, I grew up on TV. I had my first relationship on TV. I'd never dated anyone before. I'd never had a girlfriend. I'd never been on a date. I was a really late bloomer. <laughs> no one really wanted to date me. And I, I, and I, yeah, my first, so I, I had my cheated on her for the first time on TV, cool. mate, at 22, 23 years old but with the mental age of like an 18-year-old. Um, I got cheated on for the first time on TV. I got dumped more than once, but like for the first time on TV. And like my whole life, really, my whole adult life, has been, young adult life has been, has been broadcast. And there have been loads of times where you're like, this is really savage. But do you know what? That you, and I, I can only speak for myself here, but what I really feel like you can pair off is that... Do you know how great it is when you're going through a bad time to have people message you being like, like, I've been through the same thing or I feel you or like I'm with you or I really like you. And like, mate, there's another side to it, which is if you do something wrong, you fucking know quick. Like, mate, I grew up fast because let me tell you something. If you cheat on someone, right, so on what, national TV. Give us an example of what you got then, what you heard from people after that happened. Oh, got death threats, mate. Seriously. Oh, do people think Twitter's bad now? Dude, imagine the Wild West when it started, mate. No one cared back then. No one gave a shit back then, mate. I'd people being like, I know where you live, and they'd take photos of your door. What? And you'd just hope that they were just joking. You'd be like, well, well, I hope you don't come in. <laughs> There's nothing you was there never do. any part of you that just went, yeah, that's one of my houses? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I was living with my sister, oh, mate. Actually, uh... mate. I was crashing on my sister's sofa for like most of it. And I was literally like, so like, ha ha, it's my sister's gaff. Right. It's not even mine. But like, yeah, mate. I mean, dude, we, we, when I, yeah, when I did anything wrong back then, the beauty of, the beauty of the hate was that you, you, you grow up real fast because you learn things that you wouldn't normally learn. Now, let's say you did something like that you shouldn't do, but no one's telling you you shouldn't have done it. Your mates are going, oh, good lads. Or your mates are going, oh, don't worry, it's fine. You're not actually realising that's not a kind way of treating someone. Whereas let me tell you something, do it on TV, you've, you've real, realised real quick that that's not the way to act. So although it's real and in a structured way, and, you, and you've said that a couple of times now, was there any, any moment that you or other cast members would play up more did you find yourself playing up more because you're like, well, actually, this might be a bit more dramatic. This might actually give me a bit more screen time. Do you know what? The beauty of it is, I suppose, when you're that young, it's all pretty dramatic. Like, mate, you're a bunch of young 20-year-olds who are literally being filmed sort of like on a night out and enjoying yourself. Like, when you're that young, because my sort of like main Chelsea hater, I imagine, was probably sort of like 22 to 25, maybe 26. Even 26 are sort of like tailing off. 
So like, yeah, that that early 20s, man, like it's dramatic enough for anyone, you know? I feel like it was so it's, you don't ever, re I, I don't think anyone, I didn't notice, I don't think anyone really sort of like I playing up to it. But having said that, I do watch shows now and I'm like, oh, I know, I feel like you're just sort of over-egging that. So I can see why people might think that if they watch stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, I mean, I've watched Love Island and been like, ah, you are just so not that person. <laughs> yeah, I look at it with such a cynical eye. Does the show, when you're on it, and let's say that example you've given us earlier of you cheating on someone and you're getting those horrific messages, does the show help out at all? Do you, yeah. Is this someone you can speak yeah. to? Yeah, again, mate, do you know what? Like, I, obviously there have been horror stories in the recent, recent past. Um, and I can only speak for my experiences. Any show I've ever done, I've had awesome help. Um, as I said, like people like family, man. Like, I've been sat after being dumped. <laughs> I've, I've cried. I've been sat crying and I've had like the camera team come up to me who I've known for 10 years. Been like, mate, it's okay. Like we've all been through it. Like, do you know, like that's such, so nice. They don't have to do that. They've got families to go home to. I've had producers call me at midnight being like, are you okay? Is there anything like you want to talk about? There is a, uh, a therapy guy, a, a, psych, a psych you can talk to. I, I never did it because I was very lucky in terms of like, I've got like really, I, a really nice support network I think around me. So like I never really needed it, but like there, there is definitely a whole lot of good that the E4 and Channel 4 did for me. And as I said, I can't speak for anything other than my experience, but like they were real good, man. And like, you know, it was it was it was never a problem. I don't think I never really had a problem. Are you are you a fan? I mean, I'm asking a stupid question, but you've already told me to ask stupid questions. <laughs> you got to. Do it. Are you a fan of reality shows, Tom? See, I found myself wondering this show because obviously the, the time I've watched series one and two of Big Brother, I had the time to do it because I was yeah. in my mid twenties. And then the problem is with the age I am now. See, time is so precious to you when you've got children. Obviously. You have no time to yourself. So you ain't going to spend that sitting watching, a, sitting watching a reality show, are you? You just don't get the chance yeah. to watch anything. Like, if you're lucky, you might watch half an hour or something before. By the time you've got the kids down, then you've tidied up. But you, does that annoy, does that, like, freak you out that you're never going to have <laughs> yourself ever again? All the time, Sam, all the time. <laughs> like, mate, genuinely, but I get this, because, like, I, I, I've got ADHD, right, So like, I, and, and a bit of OCD, I think. So, like, I, I have to, like, things have to be, like, structured quite a lot for me. And so, like, if I don't have, you know, an hour to myself before I have to go to bed because I've got an early start the next day, like, I'd freak out. I'm sitting there going, ah, oh, no, like, I just, I, I'm not ready for bed. You know, I have to, like, decompress before bed. You just don't decompress. <laughs> you go to bed on on it. <laughs> you sort of get used to it. And that's not true, Jervis. You don't get used to it. You not just have to deal with to it. Deal with it. <laughs> you just got no choice. You have to make up a podcast to then use an excuse to, go to London leave. Today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. It's, I'm not going to be back for it's hours. An, it's an expensive way of just decompressing, but we do it. Yeah, And, it's and it works. Fun. Are you a dad, Joe? Yeah, I've got four. You're four? Yeah, I've got four. Shit. Yeah, it's tough. Wow. For my wife, yeah, because <laughs> I'm here, like I said, just just working, just work, bringing home the bacon. I'm going yeah, to yeah. work. <laughs> I'll see you later. Right. How do you think you'd be, Joe, on a reality TV show? Because I think you are on this podcast. You share quite a lot. You're you're quite relaxed talking about how you feel. So, would you enjoy that side? of reality TV like Sam did. I suppose you've kind of had that side because you're a sport, you're an athlete. So you've had people well, message. I guess the way you first described reality TV as being a struck, you play yourself but as, so you're the character, but you play yourself in the, it, I was kind of like, well, that's kind of what I do at weekends because I don't, I'm not Saturday Joe on Monday to Friday Joe at home. I'm not, that's not, I'm not going around punching my kids or <laughs> drop kicking them. Do, do you know what I mean? Or yeah, just, yeah, I'm yeah. not doing all that and I'm playing up to that. That's the character I get to go and play. So it's kind of like a mini. That's what I sort of see it as, just going to play. I always wanted to be on stage, mate. I always wanted, I wanted to be an actor growing up. That's what I wanted to do. Still got time? No fucking time at all. <laughs> I just, Four kids. I, I, exactly. I just use it on a Saturday to do. But to actually go on a reality TV show, I'd struggle. Um, I'd love to do it, like to meet other 
meet other people. Like, do you know what, mate? That's I love a really doing good point. it. I love to meet different characters. Do you know what? One, one, if not the best thing I've experienced from all of these shows that I've done is the people I've met because you just wouldn't, especially where I'm from, man. It's very cliqued up. Like, it, 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 do you know how nice it is? Like, my best mate is is a guy called Pete and he's like I would n- I would never Can we just touch on that cuz Tom clearly has no idea Yeah 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 is, but I have lots of intel that Sam's best friends with this guy called Pete Wicks who's from Towie Yeah <gasps> okay So chalk, barricades. chalk and cheese Yeah And he's described him several times now as his best friend If Pete was sat yeah. there <laughs> not once would he refer to Sam as his best friend he fucking, the way he speaks to him, he's a piece of shit. He's annoying. Yeah. He just won't leave him alone and he loves it. Yeah. He thrives off of it. You watched two... Abroad? Yes. You know Ricky Gervais, yeah. Cole Pilkinson? Yeah. Right? yeah. He's my pal, Cole Pilkinson. Right, so he's Cole Pilkinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's Cole Pilkinson and he's happy <laughs> for you to say that he's Cole Pilkinson. Well, he's not here. <laughs> That's not the matter. But mate, he, do you know what's so good about Pete is that and you're so right. Like, if Pete was sat here, be like, no, I fucking hate him. But, like, actually, if it came down to it, and there have been a couple of moments where it has come down to it, he will be there for me more than anyone else. But it has to come down to it. <laughs> so, like, like, he's like the brother. He's like the big brother who will always he'll hit you in the arm, will beat you up a little bit. But, like, actually, no one else is allowed to call me a prick. Only him. He's that kind of guy. And, like, and, and my God, he called me a prick. But, like, <laughs> and, like, to be fair, I... I really, really annoy him. <laughs> I love watching it play out, but I'm also interested in the fact that the reality TV show he was on and the reality TV show you're on, in the real world, if we're honest about it, nine times out of ten, if you two weren't on a reality show, you wouldn't have bothered speaking to each no, other. No, no. You wouldn't have you wouldn't have been like you'd have been like, fucking hell, I'm I'm steering clear of him. Like he's head to toe in tats. Um, the stereotyping it like it's quite scary. He's talking like, "Oh mate, hey, doing you know what I mean? A bit, bit rough around here." Do you know what I like, actually would have been like? And he wouldn't come up to say, "Who's this fucking posh twat?" We're staying clear out. I would. It's fascinating. He's so right. Apart from, I would have looked at him and gone, "Who's that beautiful specimen over there <laughs> with the lovely, lovely hair and the awesome tats? You're way too cool to ever want to speak to me." <laughs> and Pete would have looked at me and go, "Who's that posh prick in the fucking chinos?" <laughs> the, in, the Instagram. I know you're not an Instagram Tom because you're old. Um, oh yes, but the Instagrams of you and Pete just make me fucking die. Thanks, man. Tell uh, Pete that. Oh right, we need to have a break and then we're going to talk some Love Island after that. Yes. This episode is sponsored by the following excellent people. The Barman Andy Barham, Queen Victoria Grace Lopez, Double Al Al Allen, The Comic Archie Williams, Young Man, oh, There's No Need to Feel Down, It's Ryan Young Man, Dangerous Dan Shutton, The Other Marla, Harrington Smith, Half Pint Julie Lowry, Dave, Going Back Down Southworth, Hallelujah, it's Josh Buckley. Ken the Mayor, Jordan Blaylock, and Dave, the Viking, Darking. To be more like all of them, go to patreon.com forward slash Joe Marler Show, become an official sponsor, and grow the show today. Shrink the Box is back for a brand new season. This is the podcast where we put our favorite fictional TV characters into therapy. Join me, Ben Bailey-Smith, and our brand new psychotherapist, Namon Metaxas. Hi, Ben. Yes, this season we're going to be putting the likes of Tommy from Peaky Blinders, Cersei from Game of Thrones on the couch to learn why their behavior creates so much drama. So make sure you press the follow button to get new episodes as soon as they land on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Shrink the Box is a Sony Music Entertainment original podcast. Okay, so those were the adverts. Joe and Sam, you need to start my education about Love Island. Oh, mate, have you never watched Love Island? Right, so what I've seen, this is my starting point. There used to be a show on Sky called The Villa. Right, this is in about 2001. Why do you have to make it so complex? <laughs> Why do we need to talk about The Villa on Sky to get to Love Island? Because it's, that's what I imagine Love huge. Island is yeah. like. So on The Villa... There would be it would be once a week and there'd be couples go to this nice villa and they'd all get off with each other and then slag each other off. Oh yeah, well there you go. Fair enough. I mean that yeah. I mean 
that is basically love is it really yeah kind of is mate but mate so so i'll I'll say i'll say what i think and i think you might agree with me the first two weeks of every love island you go hate it you go don't like the cast they cast it terribly three weeks after that you're like my god i'm invested (laughs) you're literally like you're like i hate her i love her i hate him i love him like it's so and i think joe let me know if you think differently but i think it's because it's every day so it's just like you can't not be invested in their personalities. It, it's also just not that hour, is it? Yeah. Because of the link between social media and the reaction, the instant reaction you can get from it all, you, you're constantly having conversations about it. Until the next one until comes out. Until the next one comes out. And you're like, it's constant. It's a constant stream. And it's bonkers. It's abs- My first experience of Love Island was back in 2018. And I was on tour in South Africa. And a couple of the boys were like, uh, oh, shall we, we're going to go back to Launcher's room. And I was like, right, what for? They're like, oh, Love Island's on in an hour. And we were like, I was like, what? Love Island? They're like, yeah, yeah, there's a group of us who are all going to get around and watch it. I was like, are these your rugby boys? Yeah. These yes! Like, oh, oh, they're going to hate the fact you said that. And I'm like, what? And they were like, yeah, we love it. Have you not seen it? I went, no, I fucking haven't seen it. Why am I watching like couples pretending to love each other in order to win the money? Like what a load of shit that's going to be. They're like, have you seen it? I said, no, <laughs> give it a try. I went, all right, I'll give it a try. Open your mind. Okay, fine. So we get there all cooched up on the bed. I, I insist on sitting in the, the seat in the corner where it's close to the biscuits. <laughs> um, and then we stream it. We have to use uh, Tunnel Bear, VPN. No, what? Keep going. Okay. And then... It comes on and within the first 10, 15 minutes, I'm sitting there going, what the fuck is this? Five, 10 minutes later, I'm like, yeah, I'm hooked. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching in. this. Yeah, I'm watching all these random people who are comp- the complete opposite. They're shredded. They're good looking. They're tanned. Like, it's mental. Geezer, and you go, how did you just say they're shredded as if that's the opposite? I hugged you out there, and as I said, it's like being hit by a truck. <laughs> Mate, you are shredded. You also then compared it to being uh, electrocuted by a light yeah. bulb, yeah. which was a bit of a come down from the go with the, the truck, truck analogy. Got choice. Oh, I mean, yeah. you just bought that back up. Sorry, and uh, I'm hooked. I've been hooked ever since, but in a, a, a really weird way that I find myself this like this is shit why am i watching this i shouldn't be wasting my brain time on this and yet i do <laughs> and it, just to describe the, like you said uh ekinsu and davide yeah. from this year's for example the, the winners what are they called ekinsu yeah she's called ekinsu turkish ekinsu yeah. and davide he's actually italian yeah we got yeah yeah so very uh very very likable people the as first well. week i couldn't stand them that by the end of it I couldn't love them more. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever watched Friends before? No, I couldn't find. Well, I don't know. He told you he was 48. <laughs> he told you he was 48 before the show. And you've gone, have you ever heard of this thing called uh, Friends? Oh, I don't know, mate. <laughs> have I heard of this massive global <laughs> phenomenon where each episode has been replayed at least a yeah. thousand times? Yeah. <laughs> I can recite every word. So in Friends, right, you know at the start where Ross really likes Rachel at the very mm. start. And, um, and Chandler's mum goes, she's like an author, an erotic novel author. And she says to Ross, she's like, and, and Rachel is dating this Italian guy. And she says to Ross, she goes, don't worry, he's not the main character, you're the main character in the story, in the love story. She was like, he is just like a hurdle that you as the main character is going to overcome. They're not going to last. Like, he's just like a lover boy that at the moment she wants to be with. And lo and behold, that was true. Like, obviously, Ross is the main character and blah, blah, blah. I thought the same thing about Davide. I was literally like, this guy's just been drafted in by the producers. He like he's a beautiful man. I was like, he's, he's probably got no personality, just obviously judging the book by its cover. And which everyone who watches Love Island does, by the way, it's the best and worst trait of all of us. And, and then actually, by the end, I'm sitting there going, don't you dare say that to Davida. Don't do it. Oh. You're not allowed. He is the nicest, sweetest man you have ever seen in your life. Ekin Sue, she came in, I went, oh, come on. I was like, she's trying too hard. She's got this game plan. By the end of it, still believed that she had a game plan. Didn't care. Didn't care. I was like, I don't care if you're the biggest liar and actress I've ever seen. I love you. I want you to succeed. Don't know what it was. Oh, it's his voice as well, the way he says these things. Give us a blast. Um, Say the liar and actress one. (laughs) 
Ella. Yeah, 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 that was it. Ella. 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 Fuck. You lie. You lie. You, you lie and you act. You're the worst actress. Why is it just going Nelson Mandela? You're a liar. <laughs> and you're a actress. Fucking Sam, help me. You're a liar. No, I'm, ter- I'm terrible. Well, Sri Lanka. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Fine. An actress. What? An actress. I don't actress. know. Actress. Never, I've never been good at these. With ever. Um, right, let's Says it in a very good way. Let's get some Love Island secrets going on. Why don't they ever eat? What? You never see them sit down and eat. Why the fuck don't they eat? Do they not eat? No, they do eat. They do eat. So, mate, I'm going out with an ex-Islander. I'm going out with an ex-owner, so I get is that unrelated. Or, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's really it's just on the tip of the tongue, and you can feel it. Again, is that yeah? <laughs> <laughs> so, why don't you ever see Love Islanders eat? I see them preparing so, something in the why morning. Why would they show? This is what she said to me, right? And I asked this exact question, mate. Why would they bother showing Love Islanders eat when they have forty-five minutes to show? Yeah, but like some, ch- where do you eat your meals? Uh, kitchen table or yeah. sofa with other people. You're a sofa eater. Occasionally, it. it's not good, is it? With with other people, fifty percent of the time, yeah. So, would there be conversations around your food? Yes. Right. Where do you eat your food, Sam? It's very similar. Yeah. And is there conversations around? There your are food? conversations. Yeah. So, my argument back to Zara, your girlfriend, yeah. is well, because people talk around food. <laughs> <laughs> but think about it. They talk all day long. Yeah, okay. So like, and also normally, as you'll know, like most of the, like the, the good stuff happens at night and they sort of like, you know, they're like, be like round the fire pit or something will happen. Ooh. And uh, you don't even know what the fire pit is, mate. <laughs> He's just gone, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no, I, I remember, and again, this is all my time. If you say the villa, <laughs> so you, is, only, you can only say the villa if you're referring to the villa in Love Island. Yeah, yeah, because it is actually called the villa. I was actually, Joe, going to reference series one and two of Big Brother. Okay. Right. So yep. when stuff was going on in the bedrooms, they had some weird night vision that made it yeah, look Yeah, yeah, they got that in, in Love Island, yeah. And on Big Brother, with the first couple supposedly to have sex, was was that Geordie girl, Michelle? Yep. <laughs> yeah. I, don't know, I don't think I was born for that episode, <laughs> right? So on Love Island, has it stepped up a notch? Oh, yeah, you've seen... It's actually stepped down a notch, oh. actually. There, yes. were, there were, when it was... When it was first kicking off, you you could you could literally like see the, the duvet moving and stuff, and now because it's such an, a, a huge countrywide phenomenon, like everyone's like everyone who goes in there goes right. Well, this might mess up my brand deals, or like this might mess up this or this. Because let's be honest, everyone knows sort of like why they're going in there. They are going in to sort of find a connection with someone, but you also know that your life could monumentally change when you come out. So let, let's let's touch on that bit then. Well, you've pretty much just answered it. It used it started out as a dating show, yeah, a reality TV dating show where Peter couples go or people go in there to find love. They're looking for love. That's the premise of the show. I and understood that by the title. Thank excellent, you. wank bucket, <laughs> and the winning couple at the end of it get fifty grand. Mm. Okay, so that's the incentive to fall in love, and you get rewarded fifty fifty grand. But now it seems to have become. Something else. I, I, I look at but it. Do you go, know what it how is? How many people are actually going on there to find love? None of them. But the beauty of it is, I don't care. So, this is why Love Island is will never ever go because we as a viewer aren't stupid. We know why you're going on there. We know that you're all going on to get the PLT deal. There's, I don't care because you're still going to find a connection with someone in there. You're still going to try and couple up and stay to the end. And if you if you entertain me and you actually do try to form a connection with someone, that's all I as a viewer ask for. I don't care if you're doing it for money afterwards. It doesn't bother me at all. So let's say Joe and I have been on Love Island. There's been some sort of weird deal struck with with both Daisy and Murph. We're allowed to go on it. Murph, um, great name. And for some unexplainable reason, Joe and I finished first and second, mm-hmm. uh, which means our, I'm guessing that we're relatively popular. People have got to know the Joe and Tom that we're portraying on the show. Uh. The show finishes. How did Joe and me then turn that into... A future. Because what happens normally, from what I've seen, 
<clears throat> better way, I'm talking as if I'm a fucking agent. I haven't got a clue. But from what I've seen is that you have these agents who are part of like sort of talent agencies, right? And I and I think they go and shark these people and they have like inside knowledge probably of the people or, or the people who are going on reach out to these agencies, I imagine, and are literally like, <clears throat> I'm going on Love Island. Whilst I'm in there, can you be working in the background trying to get me some deals or something like that? And I imagine that they then just sort of go, all right, sweet, we'll sign you to an exclusivity deal. And then when they come out, that must be the terrifying thing. Out you come, you've come fifth, you've done all right, you got to the end, you haven't hit the final, but you've got pretty far. And like looking at your phone and being like, right, well, I mean, has life changed? Do you know how terrifying that must be? Because you've got no phone in there. Yeah, you've got no phone. So you, you've never watched Hang on, yourself. What's these phones that I see in there? They're, phone, they're like phones for the show. I'm talking as if I'm in the show. I mean, I don't actually know, but I You're imagine... the biggest expert we've ever had on uh, this show about Love Island. I imagine so. that they're... The, the way I see it is that they're phones for, like, villa use. Did you go on the jungle? No, no. Would you go in the jungle? Do would, you want to go in the jungle? Would I go in the jungle? <sighs> would I go... Yeah, I think so. I think the jungle's got to be one of my favourite out Yeah, there. do you know what? I think I, think I would... I think so. I, to be honest, I think I've probably come to near the end of my TV stuff. I mean, I've done a lot. You're 30. Yeah. You have a glorious finale, though. You go, go out and flame. Oh, well, what I was going to say was that would probably be the last... Well, I mean, I say it now. Watch it in a year. You'll see me doing something else. But, like, but, yeah, I think that would probably be the last one that I'd do. And I feel like that'd be a really nice way to go out. Thing is, Joe, you know people who've been in the jungle. Do I? Don't you? You must do. You're a sportsman. You must know all the sports people who've been in there. John McCurick. Who's that? John McCurick. Oh, no, he was in Big Brother. Didn't Haskell in the jungle? Oh, Haskell. Yeah. Why the fuck are you bringing him up? <laughs> he struck, He really hated it. I haven't actually spoken to him um, about it properly, but from what I've heard, he hated it because of the whole calorie situation. He blamed him. <laughs> he, blamed, he blamed him coming across like a helmet. Oh, because he was hungry. On the food and the edit. And I went... Are you taking a piss, mate? You were spot on. That's exactly <laughs> how I know you and what I know you for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because so, so just, just you've been just, found out, just, mate. Just, <laughs> you know, you're playing with fire, mate, going and telling the world this is who you are. Don't then blame it on you getting would 600 you fucking calories. Would you, would you do the jungle? Claustrophobic, scared of heights. Not Have you been offered it? No. So the, but because Hask did moan about... Um, he didn't moan, but he did touch on the fact that he was edited... It was part of the thingy. How much editing goes on with Made in Chelsea? Can you be edited? Surely the producers can edit it. Like Spencer, for it's example, hard, he though. was he was part of the love triangle, and he was he played the part of the villain mm. and edited accordingly. But, but they could have still edited. You can't him being nice. This is the point, though. You can't edit someone's personality. Ooh. Can't do it. Like it's just like Haskell. I'm sure, like you were just saying, like. You can't give someone a different personality. They still have the traits they have. What you can do is cut down what they've said because obviously it's got to fit into a certain amount of time. But you can't... It's funny when people panic and they go, oh, the edit's done me dirty there. It's like, no, you've done you dirty. They, they can't put a word in your mouth. Like, you have said that. There's no going. There's no one else has said that. They haven't gone and like deep faked it. So it's like just because you're bummed out, that bit got in. That's not like anyone else's fault. That's got to be your fault, right? So you can't ever really blame the edit. I don't think. Watch when I do a show, and I'm like, oh, I've been edited terribly. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna clip this up and be like, really, mate? <laughs> so you're not going back to Made in Chelsea. Uh, no. Or you never well, say you nev never, no. never say never. There we go. Well, you never know. I mean, look, at the end of the day, there's never like, I never left with like a, I never left with like a big sort of song and dance because, I mean, I don't know. You like, wanted the door to be open for a massive return. The return of Sam. Not, not so much the return, just because I don't think it warrants it. I don't think it needs it. I like doing a backdoor shuffle. It's like, it's not about me. I'm, it's, I'm not the, the main guy. I never was. Like, it's, it, I really enjoyed my time on the show. And I, had, like, I owe them so much. And I just think that like, there, there will always be a Made in Chelsea 
regardless of spe- I remember when Spence left and was like oh the show's up no it's not it went from strength to strength when I go and now I have gone like it's, mate it's absolutely smashing I'll watch it now I never used to watch it when I was on it <laughs> now I'm a massive fan Tom have you got any others that's all my your questions. your reality TV doubt not out I think I've topped up beautifully you've topped, topped up, up that is such a lovely way of saying it I love that <laughs> so, he said that from the kids that he's learned that from the kids <laughs> are, you, are you tired of your kids no I'm just topped up <laughs> very <laughs> very topped up Sam it's been brilliant having you on thank, thank you so you, much man. for coming mate I've had a really good time thanks I really You're appreciate right. it cheers mate his energy was absolutely through the roof it was and for the first five minutes it was almost too much for me Joe and then I settled into it and I really liked Sam I loved him he left making me feel I don't know like he left with his energy still in the room yeah I really enjoy he is mate I know you're not into social media that much you're you're more of the written form of Twitter but (laughs) him on Instagram is absolute gold especially with him and Pete I can see why me and Daisy absolutely love watching his stories and it was quite I don't know not surreal but it was nice to actually meet the man himself rather than just what you see behind a screen I enjoyed that well if you enjoyed the episode as much as Joe and I did and you'd like to support the show you can now subscribe on Apple Spotify and Patreon for just a pound a week you can get bonus content ad free episodes and you Joe will be grow in the show you'll be grow in the show grow 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 the show and some weed And if you would like to watch Joe and I in action, which would be a very strange thing, you can now subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can watch the whole thing, mate. Whole thing, Joe, on YouTube. Whole thing. All the lovely lighting that we've got going on, the different tracksuits. Our faces. (laughs) Our faces. Our guests' faces. Our, Our expressions, our guest expressions. You can see stuff with your eyes and hear stuff with your ears all over the YouTube channel. Just search for The Joe Marler Show. It's not difficult. If you would like another podcast to listen to in the meantime, let us recommend a brand new show from Crowd Network, The George Groves Boxing Club. Do you think I could have him? That's a really good question. It's one we'll put to George on his podcast. He is a smaller man than you, but his punch was amazing. Smaller than me? Well, in terms of weight. Okay. But he's a proper, he was a proper knockout artist. He can actually fight. His punch is awesome. Okay. Can you punch? Um, no. Let's get it on. Let's make it happen. Let's get it on. Was that, that was the wrong one. That was Let's the box. get ready to ask who's on next week. Joe, it's a money expert. Oh, okay. Quite important, actually. Quite important at this d- day and quite important. Crowd Network. A place where you belong. Podcast Network.